Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, gamers and nerds alike. I'm your host, Zach, with co-host Ramsey, and this is the Late Night Gamer Podcast. Ramsey, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great, man. I'm excited to get this thing started with you, and we're back, man. We're back at it. It's It feels good. It feels right. So I'm doing very well. How are you, man? I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to get this ball rolling in this new adventure. Roll that ball, yeah. dog. Roll Just that ball. Let the people know what we're what we're gonna be into with this this podcast and what they're gonna be able to expect. Because if they listen to old podcasts before from us, they know that the Easy Mode podcast was it was there, but it was more of a news podcast. This one, we're flipping the script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of a little bit. We are we're switching it up a little bit. So for those of whoever's listening. Um, Zach and I, we used to do a gaming-related podcast called Easy Mode, and um, it was kind of like a gaming news update format where we, you know, talked about current events going on in the gaming industry, esports, all of that, and then just kind of put our own twist on it. And it was fun. We had we had a lot of fun, but um, you know, we took a break from it and kind of, you know, just lived some life at you know and <laughs> did our thing, and now we're coming back to doing another podcast together man i'm excited late night gamer late night gamer so what like you said you know we're, we're putting a different spin on it but what is like your goal for for this podcast because this episode is just going to be us talking about you know what our podcast is what we're trying to do with it kind of conversations we want to have and you know hopefully if all goes well the kind of community that we can hopefully build over time so what, what's kind of like how are you feeling about it what are your goals and like where are you at with it um my goal for late night gamers basically just to have fun with it make it more of a conversative and maybe like debate kind of podcast than news oriented mm. coming to the table with you know topics and we have the news talks every once in a while but it's only going to be like the big things um like what mm-hmm. was our example that I put out? Like if Ubisoft bought EA, like vice versa. Oh yeah, <laughs> if it's right, something crazy, crazy news that comes out, then we're gonna cover it for a little bit of the episode. But mainly, it's gonna be like, what do you think the state of you know, AAA games is? What's something that you're anticipating this year coming up? Because we do have five months left in the year, and there's still a huge slate of games that's Absolutely. gonna be coming out. With the likes of Hogwarts Legends or Legacy. Gotham Knights, mm-hmm. God of War Ragnarok. Um, what's some other ones? We have so many games um, in the next five The months. Last of Us remake. Um, God, there's a there's quite a few. I'm, I'm yeah. They're slipping my mind. Bayonetta three. I know it's gonna be dropping soon. Um, uh, Saints Row, the new Saints That's Row game. Right. There's qu- there's quite a few coming out. Um, obviously all the sports games for. The year 2K23, FIFA, all that. Madden. Yeah, these roll ones um, are always released. Oh, new Call of Duty. New Call of Duty. Um, I think Modern Warfare 2. That's right. It's coming out That's this year. like remaking that, so, remastering it. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a couple more that we're forgetting, but um, for later episodes. I'll pull up a list. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so that's what we're basically wanting the Late Night Gamer podcast to be. It's something where we can lay back, relax if we want, crack open a cold one with the boy, and oh, just yeah. kind of relax and discuss things about gaming, about movies, about shows. Ramsey and I are very big fans of Marvel and D 
we see and just basically any For kind sure. of media that can entertain us. And we also have different sure. aspects of the shows that we like. You know, I like Stranger Things, but Ramsey doesn't preferably like that one as much. So we also have contrasting points. So that's kind of what makes the dynamic of this podcast different is that we have a lot of comparative but a lot of contrasting points. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I think we, you and I, you know, we have a good balance between us, between, like, uh, interests and, and, like, the different niches of the gaming community, you know, uh, film, TV, comics, all that, um, even anime. Like, I know I'm more of an anime fan than you are, um, but I, I would say you're a bigger probably comic book fan than I am, so it, it, it uh, it's cool, man. I, I think we've we always had a good dynamic when it came to you know, being able to talk about this stuff and, and just have interesting conversations. And I'm excited, too, because there's some things I feel like we're going to be able to talk about and kind of have an open-ended conversation with not just us, but, who, you know, the listeners and whoever, you know, tunes into our podcast. Um, you know, like, there's things I want to talk about, you know, just, like, different things affecting the health of the games industry, um even relation to like how gaming has helped with like mental health and things like that for and just our experiences of like how gaming has impacted you know our lives and balancing you know the hobbies that we have with like our real lives that everyone you know is at now at that point because you know we're we're in our mid-20s both of us well you're in your like early 20s i'm in my mid-20s so yeah, this is coming up um, i'm coming up on the mid-20s now yeah, I'm coming up on my late twenties too. So, um, yeah, that's yeah, man, it's just. I, oh, oh, I was just gonna say like those points, like exactly like when we played games as kids, you know, from ages maybe of ten to sixteen, no one said, "Hey, it's gonna be a little bit harder to play these when you get to twenty-five. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a good right. point to make. Like no one said, "Hey, you're gonna have to change up how you're playing these games," because now it's like, when I was in high school, Destiny One came out. I guess just Destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I call it Destiny One. It should have just been called Destiny the whole time. Freshman year of high school, over the summer between freshman and sophomore year, I was playing that game religiously until about four in the morning. So, but now I can't do that because I got to go to work and I got to take care of. So you can't do that anymore. You can maybe do it on Friday night if you got the energy to do it. Right. One hundred percent, man. It's just different. Like I want to have those kind of conversations because you know you and I both love games and like the name of the show is Late Night Gamer. Um, because at this point in our lives, like, you know, that's mainly the pockets of time in our schedules that we can find to play games outside of, you know, uh, balance and work, family, relationships, so on and so forth. So, you know, those little late night sessions for an hour or two, maybe three, if you're lucky and you, you feel it, you know, feel the vibe, but, um, we just felt like it fit for what we're trying to go for, which is like have these conversations, about not just the i won't say typical um things that get talked about like reviews and you know is this game a nine or a ten or is this you know um this game got canceled blah 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 but like kind of have more um more broader open-ended conversations that maybe there isn't like a clear right or wrong answer maybe it's just you know talking about something that we feel like we can bring a a unique perspective on like how to balance 
you know your finances with the hobbies that you have because you know gaming and being a collector and all these things is it gets expensive it gets pricey and like how does that affect your gaming habits at this point like just cool conversations like from that to you know even talking about like maybe having conversations about the corporate consolidation that we see in the games industry with all the big you know companies uh just basically buying out these independent third parties and becoming these huge conglomerates now of, of of media companies so i think there's a lot of cool things to be talked about a lot of a lot of fun conversations to be had um i'm sure there will be a lot of coffee tea and possibly uh trulies or some type of uh mixed drinks involved it'll, it'll be a fun time and I'm, I'm really excited because i my hope is that when people tune in you know they can just kind of chill vibe out maybe you know be a part of a conversation that they either haven't thought about or really haven't you know maybe um had the opportunity to contribute to because that that's a big thing that i think will be cool for us is to like start these conversations that keep going and, and maybe hopefully give some insight on those so and receive insight as well precisely that's why you know we're, we're gonna have a segment a part of the show called uh listener questions we haven't come up with a segment topic just yet but it's probably gonna be like yeah. <laughs> you know fan mail we, we have we, we're still we have some ideas we're, we're working on it we're in progress we're still on that one but we want you guys to reach out to <laughs> us and be like hey i like your standpoint on the state of triple a games but have you thought about all these indie studios that also are creating mm-hmm. these games for these triple a studios there's there's so many topics that we might not think about that you guys do so reach out to us let us know we're not the big tech journalists or you know gaming journalists or anything we're just two guys who have a love for video games movies shows any kind of nerd media if if you will and we just want to kind of give our standpoint on it so we do want to incorporate at some point somehow incorporating a live stream on youtube or twitch to have you guys be there live with these questions. That way we can actually conversate with you guys in person almost. That would be cool. Um, yeah, man. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of ideas that, you know, we've both brainstormed and, and try to kind of continuing to flesh out of, like, what's the best way to present the best possible um, show and... and the best possible way to execute on like the vision we have for it and it's a work in progress that's why i'm excited to put this out there and get get going this first episode is or i guess this would be like episode zero for us so um this is just kind of like explaining what we're what our goals are but you know it's it's gonna be growing with you know hopefully the community that we we build and and decides to tune in like we want to grow with whoever wants to be a part of it and um and and really make it like i think a fun special conversation that can continue to go on between us and whoever is listening like um we're gonna have a good time and we're gonna keep evolving it keep growing i'm really excited to get into a lot of the topics that we have planned because um i just think it's gonna be some cool conversations like I want to talk about, you know, different things in the community that are going on and get your opinion on it and and 
get people who are listening's opinion on it as well. And it's just going to be, I think, a great exchange of ideas. I'm, I'm super excited for it, and it just feels good. It feels good, man. So. It does. It feels good to be back already. It's like I feel like we jumped right back in. We got back in the flow real quick. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, we did. We have little goals. And we also have big aspirations for this podcast. And mm. we just kind of, like you said, we want people to be able to relax, sit back, join in a conversation. Even always that question that we ask ourselves to each other, to their friend group. Because that's mm-hmm. something, again, that you never, they never think about. Or they might not have thought about, but didn't really want to spitball it to them. Like, so, you, you never know. And going back to like you said, like, we don't want to talk about know what is IGN and Metacritic rate these games no we don't care about that in this podcast <laughs> yeah we care about those sites and outlets exist for a reason so we're not trying to just copy what they do we want to do something unique and special to us exactly but like if I play God of War Ragnarok this year and I got some standpoints on it I'll let you guys know if I think it's good bad, absolutely great whatever it's probably going to be great because it's yeah. our experience so yeah <laughs> It's not going to be like, oh. I'm and if it's not, we're definitely talking oh, yeah, about it, for bad, sure. We're go in on it. <laughs> no disrespect, you know, because I respect yeah. game devs and everything. We understand, but we're going to talk about it, good or bad. We're going to give them their flowers, you know, regardless. But, yeah. And it's just, it's going to be a more laid-back podcast. We're going to have discussions that are going to be more fleshed out, I think. We want to have, you know, yeah. even when we go into movies and shows, what's the state of the DC Cinematic Universe, you know? They're finally <laughs> releasing, they have like three movies coming out in eight months, I think, so they're finally starting to get the ball rolling post-Justice League. Yeah. Marvel has hit a wall, if you've seen any of the Marvel movies. So y- there's always these different topics we can bring to the table every week. And yeah. that's what we want to do. 100%. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Like, um, at our base... Like, like we've talked, me and Zach have talked about, like, you know, or you and I have talked about, I don't know why I'm talking like you're not here, but like you and I have talked about, um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the base of what we do, like we are a gaming podcast, but like, like you said, man, we, we do have these other interests and we just love a fandom culture, man. We just love, you know, all these different mediums. So we're going to talk about those as well. Um, but you know, gaming is, I think, the, the shared love for that is what brings us together consistently. And then, you know, we're going to have cool conversations about other stuff as well sprinkled in. So um, whoever listens is like, if you're a fan of not just gaming, but other things, or maybe you're just a fan of gaming and maybe you can, you know, get some more insight or knowledge or, or what have you to, um, you know, these other mediums, whether it be movies or animated series, um, TV, what have you, comics. Um, it, it's it's going to be a good mix, but at the end of the day, like you know, there will be a, some some very cool gaming discussions that I'm excited about, as well as these other mediums. I think it's just going to be a good balance. I think it's gonna um, it's gonna be a fun time for us, and I I hope it's fun for for everyone who listens to it because I I feel very very um, good and very very excited about the direction that we want to go with this and i think now it's just like gonna be figuring out you know the right structure of how to present it to to everyone who listens to it because um like i said we just want to put out something that's quality 
you know, when we release and um, that people can enjoy, you know, while you're at work or um, just chilling, making dinner or in the car, you know, what have you. Playing games, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you listen to it while you're, you know, playing some uh, some, some games of your own. So um, I'm just excited. I think it's going to be a good time. And also, it's just um, it's going to be a very uh, insightful thing, I think, for me personally, because I, I some of these things like you and I haven't talked about um, in terms of like how we each feel about a lot of the things going on in the industry and stuff. So um, I'm excited to just learn different people's perspectives. It'll be fun. Right. And that's that's what we want at the end of the day. We want to be chilled laid yeah. back. So in, once we get our listener mail part going, if you guys think we need to switch some stuff up, give us that constructive criticism. Hey, we think you're talking Absolutely. too much about AAA games. Talk more about indie stuff. Yeah. Okay, we can focus on <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking yeah. too much about not game-related stuff, let us know. We're here. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah, though. be nice. Don't, be don't, nice. don't come at us <laughs> sideways. Just be like, hey, yeah. I love this podcast, but you're yeah. talking too much about indie games. Can you, t- can For you sure. tell respect, me about the new man? And then I'll come into podcast. Respectfully. Like, the new man yeah. is man 22 yeah. with a new number. So yeah. that's all madness to us, I think. I think we're at the point now where these kind of games don't change enough. No, for sure. And we can talk about that, too. Like, they're, they're just going to be – that's going to be a fun time. No, I agree with everything you said, though. Uh, yeah, respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully, Respectfully um, criticize us. Respectfully, <laughs> you know. So it'll it'll be good. And hopefully my, my main goal is, like, hopefully we can grow this together. Like, you know, Zach, you and me, and, and the audience, you know, that we grow as well, like – and have it be just a community thing that we're all kind of growing and shaping as we see fit. Like that, that to me is something special and something that, you know, I'm, I'm excited for. And uh, just to have these cool conversations. And it's going to be a fun time, man. I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but. No, we're, um, we're, this is our yeah. episode zero. This is the prologue. This is our episode that we wanted yeah. to tell you guys <laughs> what to expect with the Late Night Gamer podcast. Instead yes. of you know, being in episode one and that's fully fleshed out, we want to give you guys just kind of like what we're going to talk about. And I think we've covered that very well. So let's get more into like what late night gamer is for us and mm-hmm. what to expect, I guess, later on, because I think this episode won't be as long as our normal episodes would be because we didn't come to yeah. the table with the topics that we wanted. For so sure. I know for me, late night gamer, we're going to be talking about games, movies, shows, Anything nerd culture related. If I'm a nerd, yes. Just to let you guys know a little bit about me, I love video games. I could play these things religiously, if time allowed me. It's unhealthy, and a hun- we could play an unhealthy amount. <laughs> we have at some points, to be real. We have. Oh, we have. for we sure. We definitely have had nights on Overwatch where we were up until like three or four in the morning. Oh my god, for sure. Of course, Overwatch is that game where you're playing it, you get, you get. You get oh, some- Overwatch Two is this year. Oh. Another one. I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that because I thought it was like 2019, but it was 2020, and then it was 2021. Now we're in 2022. And yeah, it's finally coming out. yeah. <laughs> finally, finally. Games are hard to make, man. <laughs> I think with Blizzard they kind of are. Blizzard, Blizzard Activision yeah. had some uh, some issues. So. Yeah, man. They been having some uh, some some stuff going down over there, for sure. Maybe we'll talk about that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean to cut oh, you no, off. You're good. Like I'm just saying, like, so we we can talk all day every day about different things. And something that you guys I think need to know in this episode is that when Ramsey and I 
start talking, we get the ball rolling, rolling. Just know that these conversations can go any which way, and they have before. Facts. So we could be talking about games, and then we just left turn right into movies, and it's like, what the heck just happened? You were yeah. just talking about the state of this, and now you're talking about the newest movie that just came out. Like, nope. You just saw Nope last night. Yeah. We were just talking about that before we started this episode, and it was like, out of the yeah. blue. So. We apologize. I apologize in advance because it's going to happen. happen but, but if, you know, just, it's going to be a fun time. We're going to have fun here. It's not going to be, you know, we're not a news update show. We're going to be having conversations. It's focused on gaming because that's where both of us, I think, our love for gaming kind of brings us together. And then everything else kind of just, you know, we, we bounce off of each other in terms of different hobbies and interests, like Zach said. It's, um, yeah, so I, yeah, we're definitely going to do that. And I apologize in advance, but, you know, if you're, if, if you're here for the ride, I'm, I'll, I'll be grateful because, uh, it's going to be a fun time regardless. So, so it, uh, you guys will love it. it. You'll, just, you'll realize quickly how, how these conversations. And if you don't, are. and if you don't, that's fine yeah. too. You know, just don't, don't be mean. You know just, what I mean? Just, you know, be, be like, mean. hey, podcast is great, but you guys get off topic like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't like, listen. Right, I'm gonna head out now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'm gonna head out, and you know what? I respect it. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as late night gamer, um, I think I expressed like my goals for it already. Um, you know, so I don't want to be redundant with that. But I think my main objective with it is just to have these unique conversations that you know, kind of warrant a little bit of thought about not just the games that release or the projects that get released, but kind of the behind the scenes and inner workings of the industry based off of the knowledge that I have, because I'm not, you know, an industry insider or anything like that, but, you know, I'm a lifelong games fan and lifelong fan of just the industry and what goes on with, you know, game development on the dev side on the publisher side um i've just always been curious about that as a fan of the games that have impacted me so much that you know i'm excited to have conversations about like um the health of the industry different trends that you know i see or maybe are happening that you know may occur um and just talk about you know different game design philosophies how they continue to you know, occur or which maybe philosophies have kind of their time has passed, you know, and just the, the constant changing trends, the updates of, you know, devs and different projects that are happening. Like, I'm, I'm just excited to dive into different conversations of um, that I, I would like to see more um, in the community, um, at least on the podcast front, because um, I, I definitely read articles and different smaller think pieces from like uh, video game blog sites and um, media outlets online, but I don't hear as many in the podcast format. So I'm excited to have these these fun conversations, but have them in a way of like, look, like Zach said, you know, we're just two regular dudes who enjoy gaming. We enjoy anime. Well, I enjoy anime. Zach, that's not really his thing. Um, but comics and movies, all the stuff that we talked about. But at the end of the day, we're just fans and. We both have a huge, huge respect for the people that make them. So, you know, um, 
it, if we do criticize, it's not coming from a place of disrespect. Cause like, you know, I, I don't understand, you know, that what it actually takes to make a game from a technical level. I only know what I've seen from, you know, research and hearing devs talk about game development. And so keeping that in mind, like always treating the devs and publishers and um, even the creators of different movies, films, and uh, TV, animated series, like always treating the creators and artists with respect, but still be willing to have conversations about like, you know, the quality of a, of a, of a project. So I'm excited to have these deeper conversations and just really get in the weeds, get, get, get a little extra geeky and nerdy with it, honestly. But I mean, I think we're going to make it fun. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time. And, um, yeah, man, I think, I think we're, I think we're well equipped to do this. I, I think so. You know, we're, 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 we're pretty, we're, we're relatively knowledgeable. I have much to learn and I'm excited to learn, but I feel like the knowledge base we have, will be able to at least, you know, open up the conversation in a way that hopefully we can hear from other people, like their insight and stuff too. I think it's going to be a fun time. Precisely. And I agree with that 110%. It's, it's going to be a podcast where it's, we're not journalists or not anything. We're just two guys who love the stuff that we consume from, from yep. these companies and we want to speak on it. And we want to, Give a different perspective than these game journalists do because we're, we're not them absolutely we're knowledgeable in aspects but we can still learn because as i like to say everybody's a sponge and you can absorb as much information as you're willing to yeah and i think that's what we've always been geared towards when it comes to gaming yeah. it's like we absolutely. like to learn we like to find out new things and read things so that's i that's what you're going to expect from the late night gamer podcast and now that you've heard a little bit about the podcast but you don't know too much about the the two hosts of this glorious podcast. So, Ramsey, I'm going to give you a few questions <laughs> that I thought of. As, oh, okay. As we've spoken on this. Just for context, I was not prepped for this. These, so these questions were just, just thought <laughs> of, like this, this is a yeah. surprise to me, too. This, this is something I just thought <laughs> Let's of. Let's do it. You know, you, they know about it. the podcast. I like it. They don't it. know about us. I like it. What kind of podcast host are we if they know about the, oh, the show, but they don't know about the host? Now I'm so, nervous. Ramsey, go ahead. <laughs> Tell people a little bit about yourself. What's a game that you um, got? What's what's a game that got you into gaming, but not like hardcore into gaming? It was mm-hmm. like, oh, you, you stumbled across it, and you're like, this is really fun. And then um, what was a game that has come out in the past two years? So we're going to go from start of pandemic to now. What's a game that's come out that you have enjoyed to play the most? Okay, um, so the first part of that question was, what's a game that kind of got me into gaming? Yes. I would say, so I started playing games when I was like three or four, um, and I'll keep it brief. I'm not going to give my whole life story, so don't worry. Anybody listening, like, oh boy, here we go, um, but I'll keep it brief. I, I started playing games when I was like three or four because I had an older brother who was, who I have an older brother who's two years older than me. Um, and my dad uh, grew up, he was an arcade kid, right? So he was born in like the late 60s, grew up during like, you know, Atari, Atari 2600, um, eventually, you know, NES and uh, all that stuff, Sega Genesis, all that. But he grew up mainly as like an arcade kid. That was like his heyday. So it was like, Asteroids, Pac-Man, um, uh, Tank Battle, um, 
Tempest, you know, Galaga, like all the the classic Atari, you know, that's when Atari was putting out bangers, you know, and then I think Namco came in, Konami a little bit later, you know, we all know the story. Nintendo came in, obviously, with the their console stuff. Um, so anyway, he grew up arcade kid. He loved gaming his whole life. When he had, you know, my brother and then me, he always wanted to, like, let us have access to all the cool video games out that, you know, maybe he couldn't afford when he was younger. And so I was really blessed and fortunate that I had a lot of access to, like, you know, I remember growing up, I had a PlayStation 1, I had the N64, and I had a Dreamcast, you know, and, like, my dad was just super cool. My mom as well. My parents, both my parents are great. But um, they, uh, I was very fortunate to have access to all the consoles. So to get to that point, my first gaming game, uh, my gaming, first gaming memory or game that really, like, got me into video games was actually Tekken 3. Wow. Um, fighter? It was a fighting game. So my family, like my brother and my dad, um, and my uncle to a degree too, like they were heavy, heavy, heavy in the fighting games. Heavy. Like we played Street Fighter. We played um, Tekken. We played um, some of the uh, boxing games at the time, like Knockout Kings and uh, this is pre-fight night or whatever. Um, a bunch of other stuff like Marvel versus Capcom, Mortal Kombat, like all the, all the big names, right? And a couple of like random ones here and there. When Soul Calibur first dropped, super big into that. So I, I actually grew up as like a fighting game kid um, because that's what my 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 brother and my dad were into. So Tekken three, I remember uh, playing Tekken three early, and I remember that game like low key terrifying me um because of the it was just it had a storyline going on it's kind of dark it's yeah kind of dark it was it was too, just I think, an aspect oh, the yeah man the, kind of dark. they are dude and uh the mishima family like if you know tekken the mishima family is like are we cussing on this podcast i'm gonna try not to cuss as much as possible so, quick um, little input but, on that before we get back to the story yeah we're adults okay we're adults, so we do cuss every once in a while. But I think we want to try to keep it as clean as we can, but we can also have those moments. I'm going to try to keep it clean for this sake because I want to save my moments for when I need exactly. them the most. So um, I have it marked. Just to let everybody, listeners, and you know that the podcast is marked as an explicit podcast, but right. I don't know how explicit we're really going to be because I've, I've definitely okay. don't swear as much as I used to when I was, you know, 19 and playing games religiously working at a GameStop mm-hmm. like I was cussing a lot then right. I think I've matured a lot yeah. in the past couple of years don't swear as much so it's it's marked as explicit for those moments but it's overall going to be a clean podcast I think because if you got one of those moments okay. coming up you let it out we're not going to be dropping the okay. F- F-bomb every other word we're not going to be no if I feel it in my heart like I just need to let it fly I will but other than that I'm going to try to keep it to yeah. a minimum um because I am trying to get better about my my language and my use of of swear words and uh, vulgar uh, uh, I guess language. So, but the Mishima family, uh, if you know Tekken, they're they're wild. Okay, they're they're pretty crazy, and so they were scary to me. And yeah, to answer the question succinctly, because I went on a rant. And that will happen. I apologize, but this is what I do. Um, yeah, Tekken 3. 
um, that that was probably like my first gaming memory that like I really I was like oh this is interesting because I think I had played Tekken 2 a little bit but Tekken 3 was probably the first game for me that was like kind of solidified me as like oh this is this is a thing for me and my family so yeah that's interesting that's the game that made you a certified gamer I I think so I think so because there were a couple other experiences that came soon after that like Tony Hawk Pro Skater um definitely definitely stuck with me um Mario Kart definitely stuck with me um, Need for Speed, those early Hot oh, Pursuit games definitely so stuck with me. Like so, there there were a couple experiences that I had, and then um, also Super Smash Brothers, um, the original for Nintendo sixty four, stuck with me heavy. Uh, Sonic, like you know, Sonic Adventure. Surprisingly, I know those games don't hold up that great, but shout out to Sonic, bro, that they were holding me down back in the day. Like so, I I had a few experiences like that. It definitely stuck with me. And then, um, you know, I played sports games growing up, too. And so NBA Live, NFL Game Day, Madden, um, NFL Blitz, like all those games early on kind of stuck with me. And eventually I, I was exposed to like Mario and that that really changed my my um, gaming life because I was like, oh, you know, this is this is like this unique uh, world that I get to exist in. I'm talking about 3D Mario in particular, not just 2D Mario. Um, Super so Mario yeah, but Brothers. I would say Tekken 3. Yeah, not Super Mario Brothers because I think I played Super Mario World when I was really, really young. Yeah, wasn't that the um, first one? That was for the N64. That was for the first 3D Mario. So Super Mario World was the uh, first Mar- 2D Mario game for the SNES. Right. Because you had Mario, Super Mario Brothers 1 through 3 on the NES. And so I, I don't know if it was a launch title for the Super Nintendo, but it was the like go-to Mario game for the SNES. Um, the first Mario game for N64 that was 3D was uh, Super Mario 64, I believe. Um, and so that, that was the one that, you know, that kind of... Uh, that 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 one hit for sure but that that's my kind of background man and uh spyro also shout out to spyro so um yeah what about you because I, I i went on and i don't remember the second part of that question but i want to hear yours first and yeah, then maybe then we'll the second the part of the question that's how we're gonna structure this maybe because we're gonna go on tangents all, all right. the time so for me yeah for sure oh man the first memory i have of a video game i was in my cousin's apartment because I'm young compared to all my family members and cousins and stuff so I'm the youngest um and I remember he was playing SOCOM on the PS2 wow wow and I was like oh man this game's pretty cool shout out to SOCOM and I was like okay so I, I wasn't playing it though so I was only probably about four my you know mm-hmm. hand-eye coordination wasn't there when it came to that kind of aspect for sure for so sure. I was just watching him play it and I'm, I'm picking up on it Went back to my grandfather's house, and uh, he had a PS1. He showed me Madden. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the first, that was the same day. That was the first memory I have of playing video mm-hmm. games. Not playing them, but just watching. First memory I have playing video games was on, uh, I think it was the GameCube. I think. I'm trying to remember okay. back to this. GameCube. GameCube days. Wow. 
Wow, man. GameCube, that was a good time for me, brother. That I was a good GameCube. time. Uh, I regret it. Dude, that. tell me about it. We're going to have to rank our, our top consoles or at least do like some type of tier list video or something. Oh, that's like, definitely top three. We'll do that's s- a top three console for me. Dude, GameCube for me is definitely top three. Um, but go ahead. I, I, I have my time. Uh, the, the first game I ever played on that was actually Need for Speed. So, mm, underground? Hot Pursuit, I think. Oh, okay, That's okay. Because okay. then I played Underground because I was like, oh, these are fun. Yeah. And I was like, I want that for you know Christmas, I think. I was like, I want the other one. Um, for sure, for but sure. But then my dad was like, well, those are PS2 because he has one because he's a mm-hmm. dude. That's what I'm realizing is a lot of people are like, who are gamers these days had a father mm-hmm. or mother or both who grew up in that arcade era and then transitioned yep. into the NES and SNES and N64 mm-hmm. era. So mm-hmm. it's crazy, like, games are now a generational thing. 100%. So, it's been around for yeah. long enough. And it's a young medium. Like, gaming is, not to cut you off, but, like, comparatively to movies, obviously, like, literature and things like that that have existed for hundreds of years. But, like, gaming is a young medium, man. So it's, like, we forget that because we've kind of always grew up with it. But we're probably, like, the first generation to have home consoles just be a thing since we were born um yeah and and in a big way you know what i mean so i can agree with that 100 percent. that's because i mean i don't remember a day where i didn't have a home console because i remember you know christmas 07 getting a wii wow like 08 whenever the wii came out because it was a big thing my mom was like stumbled across it didn't know what it was yeah but the lady said hey it's great for kids and my mom was like oh i have a daughter and a son here you go that's fun. awesome. We play Wii Bowling Christmas I love Eve that. until like one. I love that, man. <laughs> oh. oh, man, that was a good time. Bro, shout out to the Wii, man. Dude, I watched, so GameSpot, back when they had like Jeff Gertzman, this was pre-Giant Bomb, and it was uh, Jeff Gertzman and, um, God bless, I can't remember all their names, but the whole Giant Bomb team before they had started Giant Bomb, they covered the Nintendo Wii launch. Dude, I watched that launch video where like they were outside they bought it whatever they brought it back to the office played all these different games dude i watched that thing on repeat for like months before i actually got my own and i remember just watching them play like i remember the launch lineup because wii sports was packed in it was 250 dollars, and then the games available at launch were excite truck it was uh legend of zelda twilight princess it was um oh god Red Steel, Red Steel launched with it. It was um, Rayman Raving Rabbids and a couple other random games. Um, I think, was, I think <sighs> Mario Kart was also a launch title. It, it wasn't. wasn't. I remember having it. It wasn't. Mario Kart came later, I believe, that year. Because the Wii launched, I believe, in 06. Could be wrong, but I believe it launched towards the end of 06. So if you got yours in 07, I think Mario Kart was okay. out by yeah, then. Yeah, so it was a year behind. Yeah. I was a year behind the launch. But yeah. it, I just I remember playing that, playing Wii Bowling. Launch yeah. window, though, so you're right. Um, so that, and the, but the PS2 was the, the first console I was addicted to. And it was one game mm. in particular. Crash Team Racing. Oh, <laughs> wow. Don't know Damn. what it was about five six-year-old me that game game, i was invested in that game i played it so great game and then of course like i think everybody starts with racing fighting and sports games and i think it's because they're the easiest three to learn 
I think so, man. Because I I've heard. Oh no! Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think those are the easiest three because I I learned Crash Team Racing on my own. I learned Madden through my dad because even to this day I can't beat him in that game and I don't know why. <laughs> um, uh, and then fighters, I don't think we played a fighter on like the PS2 or anything, but I remember playing Smash Brothers with a good friend of mine growing up on the Wii. Mm. I didn't play it on the Cube because I didn't have it for the GameCube, but I remember playing it on the Wii. Yeah. The Wii, again, I can't even invested so much time in that. If I could like calculate how much time I've invested in video games from like the ages of five to fifteen, I would be mm-hmm. worried to see that number. It would be it would be an ungodly amount. So it's better off that we yeah. don't know. Oh, yeah, I, hate I agree. Sony, so Steam tracks how much time you play, and you can you can look at that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know yeah. Sony was doing the same thing. Oh yeah. So one day, oh yeah, sitting there playing games. Yanate's next to me. She's playing. She's beating Horizon Zero Dawn. She's finishing up. She's hundred percent in this game. Shout out to her. She was like, "How do I see how much time I played in the game itself? Because it tracks it in that." And I was mm. like, "Oh, you go back." I was like, yeah, "Here, here." And then she's like, oh, "Okay." And I was like, "I wonder if Sony tracks." So then she looked it up real quick. Google search. Thank God we got Google these days. Find out everything mm-hmm. we need in the world for that. Go here, mm-hmm. there, there. Boom. The amount of time I have spent on some games. Worrisome. Worrisome. Twelve hundred hours invested. It is on the PS4. It's better. It's better off not knowing. Honestly, like Like, I'm not. I'm not a big ignorance is bliss guy. Like I, I do like to know what is going on. But in this specific situation, I just feel like we don't need to. What is it gonna do for me? You know what I mean? It's just gonna make me feel bad if I'm, you know. 600 hours of my life has gone to this thing but also it's like maybe i shouldn't feel bad because you know if you're enjoying and you're having fun then it's like you know that was, that was my fault. what's there to feel bad about like, you know what because you know? then i kind of broke it down in my head i was like i spent a lot of that probably 1200 hours that was that was the sum of between freshman and sophomore year of high school so you know what am i gonna do in the summer at 14 other than go out which i was still going outside playing basketball and football and right. baseball with all my friends but when i go in at night what yeah. am I gonna do? Go to sleep? I'm in the summer. I ain't gonna For be sure. sleep at no ten o'clock. PS4 turned See? on. I was friends with people on the West Coast, so they were playing until two a.m. their time. They're like, oh, we gotta go. We gotta go yeah. to work tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm only like fourteen, fifteen. I got nothing. Two yeah. more hours. Sun's coming up. I'm like, oh man. Go to yeah. bed. Wake up at noon. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. I I think, no, for sure. I relate to that. It's it's a. Uh, like I said, Tekken 3 is, like, that's the earliest memory I remember being, like, oh, this is a thing that, like, I do with my family is, like, and then it's, like, fun. Like, this is a, a bonding activity we have together. I think I would say my first gaming experience that solidified my love for games, it, it, it's a couple, but I also have to throw in the SSX franchise because I played those games religiously like no i i would memorize all the shortcuts all the different boards which would do what on this track if i wanted to get more tricks for speed boost like shout out to ssx bro i i love that franchise one of my all-time favorites um where's the remaster also that's all i'm asking i want it i want it again to do i i <laughs> that's something that i want to say for another topic uh in an episode but like franchises that 
I loved it. I'm like, would they make it in today's video game like landscape of where gaming's at? And I don't know that a SSX remake would do well. I I hope so. My hope is that it would because they're just great games. But that's another conversation. Another day, yeah. But um, SSX, all the Tony Hawk series. I already mentioned that because you know I I was I was a skater kid for a while from like ages 11, 12 to all the way to shit probably 17 maybe um like probably younger actually probably like 10 9 i remember you know just loving the the culture and the the it was just fun man it, it was i love being outside and going with my friends and, and skating that was my thing i also played other sports and um played basketball um played soccer with friends and stuff and um did like you know i boxed and, and did like kickboxing and jujitsu and things like that throughout my life so martial arts has always been a huge passion for mine and i think that's why fighting games always kind of resonated with me on that level um even though i'm terrible at them um i was gonna say i think and, i beat uh, you a couple times in fighting games you have my you have my number oh for sure FIFA. you've got me beating that one but i think fighting games yeah i got yeah. yours no i'd be yeah. taking l's i i take l's bro like I, i'm not even I, i'm not gonna sit here and act like i'm good at fighting games there's a very small amount of genres of gaming that i'm good at racing games i'm solid um certain shooters i'm i'm, I'm okay i'm average passable um and uh but fighting games is not included in those genres that i'm good at i'm just not uh, now boxing games i'm actually good at like fight night and things like that but that's a very different thing than playing like injustice 2 yeah. or tekken 7 like it's a different game. Even Smash Brothers, bro. When we go to conventions and stuff, I get clapped. I get clapped easy. It's like no competition. So it is what it is. But they're fun. Well, um, but yeah, and and then Halo Three. Oh. Just to end off my second, Halo Three. I think was probably one of the defining moments for me, where I was like, I'm gonna be playing games, probably for the rest of my life. Halo Three, because that game to me just hold. Halo in general is a franchise just holds a special place in my heart. I've played all of the mainline games, including ODST and Reach. Love them. Franchise that I love. Not a super fan at this point in my life, but I, I'm still a huge Bungie fan. But uh, Halo 3, I think, like the game that solidified me as a gamer is probably Halo 3. There's some other ones in between there, like Jack and Daxter and shit I got a lot of love for. But um, yeah, that... that Hearing you talk, I was like, that actually is the one game that solidified me as like, I'm going to play games un until the day I die, probably. Yeah. <laughs> or until my hands don't work anymore. Nope, I, I think the game for me like that was Call of Duty Black Ops, the first one. Because mm. I don't know what it was, but the story was great. Yeah. Like that storyline, I was like, oh man. And I was like, this is... And I played it on like a medium difficulty, like I think maybe a year and a half after it came out. And I was like, mm -hmm. I'm not good at this, but I'm going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> and I got better through the campaign. I started playing multiplayer, and I was like, oh, man. And I was like, this game is something else. And then one of my buddies mm -hmm. was like, have you tried zombies? Oh, man. That rabbit hole. Call that dude. rabbit hole. Oh, so my God. So many hours. Oh, man. So Ugh. Black Ops 2. Kino, Kino the uh, Dirt Toten and Five. five. I remember March, those being yep. the base map, dude. Oh man, I've spent so many hours on those maps. Yep, Kino, yeah. Ascension, one of the, one of the DLCs. Ascension, uh, yep, yep, the DLC. My favorite though was probably Black Ops Two: Mob of the Dead. Something about that Alcatraz map was just so much fun. 
Oh yeah. But that that's probably my game that solidified me. Like how Halo Three was yours, that's mine. I think because mm. there was just something that's solid. And then of course you start going into different genres and different games, but this is that's a topic for another day. It's like for sure those games, but yeah. So the second part of the question, we're gonna one eighty this. Was what's yes. a game that's come out from the mm-hmm. start of the pandemic, so March twenty twenty, to today, mm-hmm. end of July, that you have played, that you've loved. You know what's what's one what's one or two games that have come out in those two and a half years. Since 2020, um, wow. I don't want to go too broad with the question, but like, what's for the past decade? No, yeah. What's the past couple of years? Because past couple of years that I've loved, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, like we were talking about games that solidified, you know, what kind of like the games that made us really start to fall in love with with the medium. It's funny because my life is obviously so different than it used to be. So I just don't have as much time to play games, but I make time for them. But I have to pick and choose some of the experiences I have because of just trying to balance gaming and all my other hobbies as well. Because, you know, you and I both have other hobbies outside of gaming. Um, Balance that with family, friends, um, relationships. um, you know jobs you know so on and so forth Um, and then making time to work on creative projects like this so in the past two years um i found a lot of comfort in the kind of pick up and play games that are like my go-to's the comfort food so the overwatches the mario kart 8s the fall guys um things like that but sports games as well. A lot of 2K has been played. A lot of FIFA has been played. Um, but I would say the game that I've probably enjoyed the most in the pandemic, I think Miles Morales came out. Um, that was like early during yeah, the early pandemic. I think that was early pan. That was one that I, I played, platinumed it. I love the Spider-Man game. Spider-Man was my my favorite comic book character period um i've played those games played the dlc platinumed it you know for both the base one and for miles morales so those games were super cool i would say uh, ratchet and clank rift apart that was the first ps5 game that i i finished in platinum um when i was fortunate enough to get my ps5 shout out to my boy benjamin um for for the hookup on that one um i was i was able to get a ps5 and um ratchet and clank is a special series of me one of my favorites and ripped apart that's a it's a lovely game i love that Uh, i was able to platinum that and enjoy that a great deal but i would say one that i'm currently still working through and that really um really loving is horizon forbidden west i love the horizon franchise Earlier this year, I went back and I platinumed uh, the original Horizon, and I also played the DLC, the Frozen Wilds, finished that before starting Horizon Forbidden West. So uh, I love Aloy as a character. I love the side characters, Silence, um, Aaron, uh, Varl, uh, all, shout out to all of them. Um, yeah, so I would say Horizon Forbidden West as well. Um, yeah, and then uh, also 
Shout out to Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Um, that game just came out this year as well. But this year's had some bangers, man. Like, um, shout out to, to Kirby as well. It's a lovely little game. But I would say Horizon if I had to pick one. I think Horizon Forbidden West has been like just a great experience and just it's just awesome, man. Horizon is one of my favorite franchises, um, and I, I just I'm, I'm in love with that world. I love the characters. I, I um, yeah, so that's what I would say. But what about you, man? Ooh, see, for me, there's a couple. Um, so there's one that came out in early pandemic called mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima. Didn't Ooh, play it when yeah, it first came ghosts. out. I bought it when it first came out. So, <laughs> Ramsey, you know me. At this point, oh, even yeah. I just buy games that I find interesting. For sure. Given, do I play them sometimes? No. Not at all. Sometimes I just buy them, they sit there, and they sit there. And then one day I look at it, I'm like, okay, it's time to get rid of this or play it. So, I still have the disc copy for the PS4. Played it for, I think, 20 minutes on the PS4. Put it down because mm-hmm. I didn't have the time to like invest into a story game. So I was playing. A, yeah, I'm a big sure. Formula One guy. So I was playing a lot of Formula One because it's a quick game. I can do a race, on my career, mm-hmm. turn it off. You know, have time. So right, recently, right. the PlayStation Plus restructured their things, and mm-hmm. I've been eyeballing buying Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey, now it's free." And I was like, "Sign me up." I'm playing it, so <laughs> I worked my way through that. God, what a beautiful game! Sometimes I just want to sit it there is. and just—I like sit there. I just let the guy play the flute, and I walk around. It's just the most oh, peaceful. Man, world. Yeah. Just listening to like, because I just always loved Japan, Japanese culture, and like the samurai era yeah. is something I've always been invested in and learning more. And I yeah. feel like this is like a game that really tried its best to give you authentic, like, samurai era Japan. I think it it definitely offers that samurai power fantasy. Like, there's definitely some things that they do that aren't completely oh, yeah. one-to-one accurate with the times. But it's a game, and it, it, it does such a beautiful job of, like you had said, um, you just feel so... You get immersed. A part of that world that it, like, it just consumes you to a degree. It's a beautiful game. Shout out to Diego. That, that is my boy, Amaru. Uh, that's that's his his jam. So he he could talk about Ghost of Tsushima oh. for hours. So he's very happy if he listens to this that you uh, you brought this up. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's yeah, been, like my passion these past couple weeks, especially you know with my circumstances currently and back to being mm-hmm. a lonesome man because right, right, right. I've been <laughs> part of the country for a little bit. So I'm like, damn, I got nothing to yeah. do. That game has been there for me right now. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, another one. And this is a complete 180. Was Hades, roguelike? Oh yeah, dude. That oh my god. So was that? Yeah. Same. Same. Like, I was okay. So Dead Cells came out pre-pandemic. That was like 2018. I forgot about Hades. Dead Cells was like my first game I played that was a roguelike. I was like, oh yeah. man, these are cool as hell. I was like, these are like. I never played these. Didn't know what they were. Love Dead Cells. Yeah. That one came out. I love Greek mythology and it has some incorporated in there. Man, mm-hmm. and that art style that they used. Too good. It's beautiful. Dude. I literally like will buy it for everything, I think, at some point. Like right now I think I just have it for PC and it's worth it because it plays well in there. But I think yeah. like for vacations, might put it on the Switch if they have it there. Because uh, That's where I played that's it. That's yeah. It's such a fun game and 
Oh my god, dude, that not to cut you off, Super Giant, one of my favorite indie studios. I can't believe I forgot Hades. Honestly, I thought Hades was pre-pandemic, so that's it why I, I didn't check. even think about it. Um, because I yeah, a hundred percent. If that was during the pandemic, because I'm not gonna lie, these past few years, like I've lost track of time and how it normally functions. But yeah, Hades, man. Oh my god. That is Super Giant's best work. I love Super Giant. I think they're super, super not to be ironic or whatever, or make a pun, but you know, they're they're super uh underrated still in my opinion. I think they get their flowers now after Hades, but I just think their catalog is just crazy, man. It's 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 crazy. Super talented, small team. Shout out to Darren Korb. He did the composition, the songs, oh. and he also is the he's the voice of uh, Zagreus, and I think Hades as well. Man, they're just I, I love that team. I love all the stuff they put out. Everything they put out is a is a is a hit, man. Bastion hit, Transistor, Pyre, you know. Now Hades, man. There, I just yeah. I'm so happy you said that, man, because I love their team. I love what they do. Their music, their art, their their game design. It's just beautiful games. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Anyone who hasn't checked out Super Giants catalog that's outside of Hades, please do. Transistor, wonderful game. Bastion, wonderful game. Pyre, great game. Like, yeah. So that was my little rant. Oh, I, I stand corrected. It did come out in 2018. I didn't discover okay. it. I knew it was like a game. That counts. But I discovered yeah. the pandemic, so I think that's why. Because, like you said, time was a blur. A hundred percent. For these past couple of years. No, you're valid. Um, and that was when you played it, yeah. so that it was new to you. I think that counts. I just wanted to make sure. I'm like, man, did I forget Hades? Because I, but I, I think I played that at, at launch. Because man, I, I fell in love with that game. Dude. I'm, I'm yeah. with you. All the characters, the art, super hard game though. Very challenging for me. I'm not good at video games. I'm very mediocre. That game but, humbled me so um, quick. I was like, I'm gonna be so good. Yes. Oh my god, I had like 14 hours in that game. I feel like I've spent so many restarting yeah. that. I'm like, what is going on? This it. Because Dead Cells was easy to me. I was like, for some reason, Dead Cells, PS4, mm. flying colors. Yeah. I was like, okay, I got this. I'm going to beat Hades, too. Nope. Yeah. Humbled me. Humbled me. It's like when I play, like, Counter-Strike <laughs> or, like, Valorant and competitive, and I just get yeah. destroyed in the game, and I just get humbled. I'm like, okay, I got to get better. I, I just got to get better. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just, sure, those man. two games have been, like, a, a mainstay for me. And, of course, I love that Codemaster, they developed the Formula One games. They've actually, yeah. like, so I don't know what happened in this world. So mm-hmm. 2019, I go to a car show, find out Formula One's a, uh, I knew Formula One was a real thing when I was watching ESPN. Yeah. But I'm like, oh shit, right. this is actually like really good. Like, I actually like how they race. I mm-hmm. like how all their strategies and like how they incorporate it. A year later, yeah. I buy a game. It's 2019 because I was like, I'm not paying full price for this game unless I don't like it. So I bought the old version that was on sale. Right. Fell in love with it. Bought 2020 when it went on sale. They updated how they like the career mode. They've invested mm-hmm. in how they changed that career mode so many times. It makes each one, mm-hmm. it's like a 2K. So it's oh, like, wow. You know, the first one I played, you were just a guy racing for a team. And then 2020, yeah. you own the team. And you get to race for your team. And they kept that same formula for 2021, but they made it better. And then yeah. for 2022, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know. I haven't read yeah. anything. I'm just going to wait that's for it to go on sale and play it. But That's awesome, man. So those, those are the three games for me that, through the pandemic, have 
kept me within the game community because I feel like at first COVID hit and it was like game studios we don't know what to do we can't work in the office together we can't it's harder to make games remotely for sure so those are my couple things I love that man I think you you got some great some great choices in there too man um yeah dude it's it's super cool to hear that because uh yeah, it's been over the past couple of years. It's my gaming habits have definitely changed and evolved. Um, you know, I I don't have the time to really dive into like certain JRPGs and things that I would like to play. Like Xenoblade Chronicles Three just dropped, and I've been going through the the inner turmoil uh, of de- of debate whether I should like do I have the time to play this or you know well maybe I should maybe I shouldn't. Because my habits have just changed because of just the pace of, of my schedule and the time that I have to dedicate to gaming. You know, a Persona 5 or these other games, you know, Final Fantasies, these different games that I normally would play. You know, like a Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses that came out a while ago, and I think the DLC just dropped this year. Like certain games, I just, I don't, I, I know that I won't probably see it to the end. And for me, if I can't finish it at this point in my life, I'm kind of just like, I, I just will put it to the side because I like the feeling of completing a game. There's something nice about that for me that makes me feel good. And it's like I like finishing shows that I start. And so it's it's cool, man, to hear you talk about, um, you know, Hades. And F1 is interesting. We're going to have to talk about, like, state of racing games in general because I would love to get your thoughts on that because... I have my thoughts. The only racing game that I've really spent a good amount of time with in the past couple of years, I think, was like Dirt 5. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and I think that's also a Codemasters game. And then uh, I spent a little bit of time with Forza Horizon 4 and 5, so um, which the Forza games are great. But I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about you know your thoughts on F1 and stuff because those are... That's an int- racing community is like the fighting game community very uh tight-knit very close welcoming to to new players um but it it takes a there's a barrier to entry with all those that people who are in there always love hearing their thoughts on the community because um there's some diehards man like they they ride they ride for for the community so it's cool yeah and i guess to kind of wrap up this topic of conversation um i had a thought it it has since left my brain that train crashed it's all I'm good. sorry. I know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, oh, the the state of like how our gaming has changed. Like for me personally, I'll pick up a game. Like I picked up Valhalla. I think in January of this oh, year. Okay, yeah. And I tried to play it, and I was like, this just isn't what I want to invest my time in. And then my right. fiance and I, she started playing Horizon, and I was like, well, let's play it together. We started playing mm-hmm. it together. And we were both really enthralled into it, but then I. Again, I start losing interest because maybe the story wasn't there for me at the moment, or mm-hmm. I'm trying to do too much. But like with Ghost, I like how they have. Well, I'm still on like the main island, and I have like 45 hours in this game already, so I'm I'm just doing everything. There's a lot to yeah, do, but yeah, like you, I don't remember his name, but he's the bowmaster, and you meet him. And it's yeah. I know who you're talking. And you about. have like nine yeah. story missions to do for him, but mm-hmm. it's a side story. Like you don't have to do these. Yeah. Same thing 100%. goes for uh, Lady Mako. I know her name because 
Lady, yeah, the Lady yeah, Monster. Monster girl, yeah. My bad. Oof. Uh, but she's she's you're got good, like dude. Six. You're good. So it's and then you got the main story. So it's like you have two side mm-hmm. missions that are like stories. Also, hundred like percent story mission, but then you also have like these question marks all over the map that are just side missions. And you just discover those running around. And I think that's yeah. what that, like I needed for a game at that moment, maybe because I'm like, yeah. okay, I do like main story, Bowmaster, Lady Masco, and then I go do some side missions and then I rinse and repeat. So I'm keeping my yeah, like, the yeah. game flow. So I, I think that you know that changed my aspect because I never played story games with doing all the side missions before. It was always main story, and then I was like, "Oh wait, yeah. there's That's cool side yeah. missions." And it was like in The Witcher, where actually Witcher Three is where I realized, "Oh, there's cool side missions to do." Yeah, yeah, like, I feel that. And then I got into some ego complex. I got a hundred percent every story game I play. No, I do. <laughs> you just play it to your, to your fulfillment. Yeah. Exact. You try to hundred percent of these games, you are gonna have no life outside of video games, and I was like, I'm not doing it. So I feel that. Yeah, I I'm I'm finding a better balance with games and, and learning like okay, these 50, 60 hour campaigns, you know, and that's not including side missions that are like JRPGs, you know, 40, 50, 60 hour games to complete i'm like i think my days of that at least where i'm at right now in my life are it's just not feasible um but for the games that i see worth it like a horizon you know it's like okay when i play horizon i want to live in that world and do everything and i that's how i like to play those games but i also don't play open world rpgs on the regular like that's not my go-to genre so i completely understand you kind of like wanting to do everything in the world like ghosts because you're just like i want to exist in this world do everything see everything and you know have that experience and i think that that's a great game to have that experience with i think you just have to be selective you can't do it with all the games Um, that you want to play no no unless you know unless that's what we're doing for a job (laughs) then uh we just don't have the hours in the day but um no I, i feel you man like after horizon It'll be back to like you know, platformers and more open games where I don't feel the need to see everything, you know. So exactly, and I think I think those kind of things you we kind of we ebb and flow with what we want to play mm-hmm. and like how we want to play certain games. So like when Red Dead came out, I was kind of the same way with Ghost. Like I was really immersed. Red Dead Two, really immersed with that mm-hmm. game. I love westerns. I love that western story, and I was playing it pretty frequently instead of playing other games and i was like okay but then at some point i just fell off mm-hmm. i think because i was trying to do again too much in one game and i think mm-hmm. if you start to get that mindset and you start trying to do too much that's when you start exhausting yourself mm-hmm. so i think it's there's that some is. games like i do have to go back and play like that's one of them because apparently the story is great i still have never seen the end of the story don't know what happens i've kept that spoiler free so at some point Good for you, man. I'm gonna go back and play it at some point in my life. (laughs) Can't tell you when. It's over here. I feel that. I feel that 100%, man. Like, there's some games I've just let go of. Like, Persona 5, I've I've tried multiple times, started up new playthroughs, gotten 15, 20 hours in on those playthroughs, and then realized I still have 80 hours left and just been like, I I just don't think I'm gonna be able to do it, you know? And so I've, I've come to peace with that now. 
I have to be very selective and, and choose. Like Horizon to me is worth right, it. Because you played the first um, one. When the new Spider Man. Oh no, you're like, talking about Horizon. Like you, you played that first one, you loved it. So like when the second one oh, came yeah. out, you were like, Okay, got to. Got to. Because yeah. I'm invested. I'm invested. I'm like, um, and I've come to grips and it doesn't mean that my life won't change and I won't get into a place where I have more time to or just the attention span to to try these 50 60 hour experiences again but for right now I just have to pick and choose like when the new Spider-Man drops hopefully next year like I'm going to 100% that cuz I'm already invested um, but those are you know my experiences like that are selective most of my experiences are, are like jumping into Tony Hawk you know and, or when Skate 4 finally drops playing that or you know FIFA 2K uh, a racing game that looks interesting or like platformers that come out like um, you know and different experiences like that um, th those are the ones that I'm like those are my go-to experiences even like a game like that I want to play uh, like Sifu like that's a game that I want to that is on my list um, Control that's in my backlog like games that are m smaller uh, in scope but offer me that sense of like oh i can go in explore this world be a part of it explore all the combat but without having to worry about like you know being in that world for 80 hours you exactly. know because you know yeah about it's just balance but that that's what works for me and i'm curious to hear like you know whatever whoever listeners are, are tuned into our episodes of like what their gaming habits are and hear like the franchises they're involved in and learn more because i love learning about other franchises like you know, I have friends who tell me about the From Software games that they love, or you know, the Zelda series, or you know, Elder Scrolls, and uh, like my girlfriend, she loves Dishonored and Arcane games. So like, she still wants to finish Deathloop, and she loves Bethesda games. And um, even hearing you talk about like you know, Ghosts F One and like these other games, I'm like, oh, well, I've played Ghosts, but I haven't completed it. That's a game I'd like to go back to though. But just hearing like other people's, you know love for these different franchises man it excites me and it makes me want to try them at a certain point so you know i'm uh i'm just i think this podcast is going to be a good time and it's gonna be cool man just just sh shooting shooting the the you know the, the stuff the, 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 the bad word shooting the stuff. stuff yeah i'm trying to get better man i'm trying i like to slip <laughs> up <laughs> our, our first counter for this episode is two yeah. brought to you by yours yeah. truly we <laughs> I don't remember. I had a couple, but, or I had a few, but, you know, we're going to get better. I'm going to work on it. I want this to be a, a cleaner podcast because I want, hopefully, or for, you know, younger listeners and whoever that, you know, or just people who don't want to hear, this you know, is all the vulgarness. That's the thing, you know, we want to be E for exactly. everyone over here, you know. Exactly. <laughs> That's all we want. We want people to listen and enjoy and just sit back and relax, whether you're driving to work, driving home. You're working. Mm -hmm. Some people listen to podcasts while they're working. You know, while you I do that dinner, a lot. I do working out. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you need a chill podcast that you just want to listen to some people talk about what they love and the games that they play and just the medias they consume. That's what late night gamer is, I think, for me. And I hope the same for you. I think it is. We've we've talked about this for the past two weeks before this episode. For so sure. we've kind of fleshed out what we wanted for the podcast. And this episode for sure. Minus us describing the episode is kind of what you're going to expect. Or not the episode, but the podcast in whole. It's kind of what you're yeah, going to yeah. expect from us. It's yeah. a little glimpse. 
We'll switch it up. We're gonna keep it fun, keep it fresh. Well, we got we got some surprises yeah, I mean, in store for you. Yeah, I'll try to get better with my rants because it's just you know it's a habit. It's not a good one, but it's just you know. So yeah, this this uh, is this is what late night gamer is gonna be with the full fledged rants. <laughs> Don't you switch nothing. That's what it yeah. is. <laughs> all right, uh, need the rants. I ran all the time. You episode. ran all the time. <laughs> Ted. Ten episodes later, he's like, "Bro, I can't stand this one. This man's rants. He got to switch it up. <laughs> Dude, stop the rants, man. Just, just uh, yeah. Nah, that's not how it is. We know that. We uh, we have spent too sure. many hours playing too many games to not realize that this is our aspect. This so, is true. This is true. I think that's where we probably conclude this episode. It was episode zero. This is the prologue. You got to know your host. This you is. got to know the show. There's a lot of fun." in store for you guys who do listen so be ready for it we'll be back be at ready. you every monday <laughs> 8 a.m every monday podcast yep. so you listen to it it's a weekly podcast weekly yep. podcast so just be on the lookout for it this episode will be dropping august 1st and every monday from there on so you guys have a great day stay classy not trashy Ooh. and i'm your host zach with co-host Ramsey, <laughs> and this is the Late Night Gamer Podcast. Later.